With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Coming up on podcast 1594, 35 US states get approval for their national charging network funding stick around and i'll tell you what i know also on the show today we see the porsche mccann ev testing abb expand their manufacturing footprint and tesla is rumored to be postponing battery production here in europe but i don't buy that story and i'll tell you why not Along with a lot of other stuff going on today, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, it's EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information, Friday 16th of September today. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. We'll start with this great story about the Lightyear Zero. Now, Lightyear is a company that I've followed, haven't got a production car ready, so we don't give them too much coverage, because, you know, when they do, we'll, we'll absolutely go... Hell for leather with it. But results are in, they say, and the light year zero is in line for the title of the world's most aerodynamic production car in history. Light years say that aerodynamics are so crucial being developed to be a long-range solar-powered car. Wind tunnel testing has now confirmed the Lightyear Zero has the most aerodynamic production car specs in history, a drag coefficient of 0.175. I think the best so far has been 0.200. Now, of course, this is a very slippery car, very low-down car. It's got the wheel covers as well on the rear wheels. You can spec it without those, but you'll lose a bit of range, obviously. And I caught up with one of the guys from Lightyear at the Move conference a couple of months ago now. And their philosophy on building an EV starts with efficiency. So, of course, they worry about things like the battery pack and the technology but when they talk about battery they're like well how do we make the thermal management as efficient as possible how do we make sure every component is as efficient as possible you know the inverters and how do we make sure that every part of the car is as efficient as possible so they are obsessive over getting absolute maximum distance for every joule of energy that you have stored. Now, spending the day at the wind tunnel, their aerodynamics team validated the aerodynamic requirements, the drag coefficients, uh, the energy consumption, its efficiency depends on three key elements, they say, the aero, the rolling resistance, and the heating system. Aerodynamics are a major energy consumer with air resistance now this is the key thing like aero resistance increases to the power of two with velocity and i think about that a lot when i'm on the motorways you know this weekend we're going to go see family and i want to do it in a reasonable time because we've got a little baby in the back seat so he wants to he gets fidgety after an hour or so he's a great traveler an amazing traveler but after a while he's going to be like right 
I'm done now. So I don't want to drive too slowly, but also I'm very aware that at motorway speeds, aerodynamics account for 60% of the overall energy consumption. Most EV drivers get that sense as they go faster and faster that the GOM goes down and down. And, you know, with our MG ZSCV, the mighty, mighty MG, it has 40 kilowatt hours, probably a bit less, 38 kilowatt hours, usable. And that's, you know, this time of year, it's still warm. It's warm in the day, and we'll probably charge it before we leave, so the battery might be a little bit warmed up. It's going to do maybe 100 and... Well, it'll say 180 on the dash, but maybe it'll do 140 at motorway speeds. And so, yeah, I'm thinking, well, if I slow down, that means that we just get that little bit of buffer by the time we get home. Or, yeah, because we, we can't... I can't charge at the in-laws. They haven't got off-road parking, got nowhere near a plug socket. So um, it's so important for aerodynamics. And Lightyear Zero has absolutely smashed it. All about air resistance and, and the challenges that come with that. And a good drag coefficient, a low drag coefficient, means a more economical car, they say, that consumes less energy and goes further on a charge. All research, testing and development uh, piled into the Lightyear Zero is now finding its way into the Lightyear 2, and not only in developing an even more efficient car and making it accessible with a competitive market price. It arrived 2025, but like I say, Lightyear Zero hasn't even arrived yet. But this was a production intent version that they brought to the wind tunnel. So really great news. I want to feature that one quite heavily today. So congratulations to the Lightyear team. All the best. Now, headline story. 35 states get the green light to spend $7.5 billion for a national charging network, says Green Car Reports. Biden at the Detroit Auto Show on Wednesday. I kind of missed this speech as part of what he talked about. Uh, confirmed that the federal government is releasing the first batch of funding to 35 states on the way to building half a million charges across the entire country. The 35 states given the green light are represented by a pretty equal mix of Republican and Democratic governors. All 50 states put their plans in on time, put the homework in, which is a good thing. And the National Infrastructure Project is part of the plan revealed November last year and one of two big funding buckets that adds up to $7.5 billion for the project. Uh, There's another $2.5 billion as well and a grant program to tackle both rural charging and disadvantaged communities. As the federal government laid out in June for the $5 billion program, states had to draw out their initial routes primarily along highways designed to be called alternative fuel corridors and networks are meant to be interoperable with at least a minimum absolute minimum of four 150 kilowatt connectors every 50 miles i have no further insight on the part that tesla are currently playing on this i would presume that in all states tesla have had people talking to the state level decision makers because that federal money is for an open charging station so if Tesla can put CCS plugs on the end of their superchargers, maybe the Cybertruck will come with a CCS plug, not the Tesla connector. That means tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, no, tens of thousands more Tesla superchargers in the US paid for by federal money, not Tesla. That's a huge deal. I know people are wedded to the idea of the Tesla proprietary connector. They hate CCS because it's big and clunky, and I agree with all those things. The Tesla connector is way more elegant, but 
You can't give federal money to a closed network. And go on happen. So that's really interesting to see how Tesla will incorporate that and how many of those plans that were submitted for the money included some Tesla supercharging stations available to all. It happens a lot in in Europe, as you know, so those stations are opening up, and we'll wait and see. Now, the remaining states, by the way, after this first batch, uh, they won't batch them again, they'll just announce them one by one after those little final details are worked out with the states. Oh, by the way, so Biden, I missed that on Wednesday, um, a big appearance at the Detroit Auto Show uh, next time that I think we see him on our TV screens will be on Monday at the funeral for Her Majesty as Biden flies in. There's been lots of uh, press coverage over here. It was exciting when the president visits uh, the United Kingdom and uh, always interesting to see that the uh, his car, the Beast, arrives. It was a few days before uh, so that when he lands, he's got his, you know, the presidential car on, uh, on UK soil. And there was a profile in one of the papers I read this week about you know the uh, uh, the there's a I think it's a diesel engine or is it a petrol engine they put inside that? But I'm like, mm, I wonder if future presidential beasts will get any you know maybe electric power slash combustion power. Whether the batteries are safe because of course it's like these these things are bomb proof and bulletproof and the glass is like three inch thick and stuff. So um, I thought it was interesting. I wonder if the presidential uh, you know motorcade will ever go a little bit electric or fully electric. We don't know, but that's a subject of a different podcast. Now let's talk a little bit about the Detroit Auto Show. A new era of air mobility is on display at the North American International Auto Show in Detroit. Traditional car makers as well using a big chunk of their display to talk about electric vehicles. Now, post-pandemic, it's smaller than it was before, but there are plenty of things to see and do there. Stellantis are giving rides in their new Jeeps. GM is highlighting the Bolt, the Blazer, the Equinox and the Silverado. Now, the Porsche Macan has been hitting the test tracks, this time the Nürburgring. Two of them pounding round, putting in more test mileage at the Nürburgring. Nordschleife. Now, the spies that uh, pictured these two prototypes uh, say that one has a production body hidden behind camo, uh, the other has the uh, usual strange additions to the bodywork. It's the first Porsche built on the PPE architecture, the premium platform electric. 800-volt architecture, as you find in the Porsche Taycan. Very fast-charging speeds. Uh, you know, you can imagine the Turbo or Turbo S version of the Macan is going to be an absolute whopper, and we look forward to that. It's going to be a massive seller as well. You think the Taycan sold well for Porsche? Yeah, you wait till the Macan. That's a, that's a whole different beast, and that's going to sell in different numbers. And also, I wonder how the IPO will affect it. So, you know, Porsche are going to float, uh, whether that money that they raise will just go straight into VW Group's coffers and they'll take that investment and bolster their bottom line or whether they'll actually ring fence some of that and put it into the development of future Porsches. I don't know. I should look into that. But as far as I can tell, the IPO, it's a bad time to float. Let's face it, a bad bad time to go public. Uh, The markets are not as good as they have been. But Porsche should, I think the IPO is before the end of the year. So that'll be interesting to see how that affects their EV plans or... Or, or hastens them, perhaps. I don't know. This is not a financial financial podcast. I don't. I never pretend it to be. Next, we'll talk about Tesla shifting their battery strategy. A report says that making batteries in Germany is off for now, and I don't buy it. It's a single sourced story. And I think it's wrong. But there we go. We'll wait and see. I'll tell you what it's all about. We'll dig into that. And we'll talk a little bit uh, about uh, battery electric long-haul trucks going to Amazon. Stick around. Those stories are on the way. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So let's talk about ABB expanding their manufacturing footprints. Uh, ABB make charging infrastructure, new manufacturing operations in South Carolina, in Columbia, and a big investment going in, uh, creating more jobs. The new facility makes 10,000 charges a year. I mentioned that on yesterday's podcast already. But looking into some more details, I gave you the headline yesterday, but so the day before maybe. Uh, but looking into it, uh, the charges are going to be everything from 20 kilowatts to 180 kilowatts in power. Uh, the facility also makes charges for commercial vehicles, school buses and fleets. And at the moment, the bipartisan infrastructure law, the Inflation Reduction Act, is making big investments into those infrastructure projects on U.S. soil. So if you're wondering why all of a sudden there's a, a huge amount of investment announcements, well, it's because of that. And, you know, you can, you can, you can be cynical about that if you want, but, hey, it, 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 it takes some of the control away from making those charges anywhere but on U.S. soil. So I totally understand it, whether it's the right thing to do um, or not. I think it probably is actually uh, a more resilient domestic supply chain, uh, even if you do have to poke and prod it with some you know, financial tools like stimulus. Now, the EV charges made in South Carolina uh, will be used for the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Program that I talked about a little bit earlier. And since 2010, they've been investing a ton of cash in the US. $14 billion spent so far with plants and, and, and state-of-the-art equipment, products and, and people as well. About 20,000 people work for ABB in 40 facilities. So they're growing and serving across America, they say. Tesla, and next in the news. Now, we have this news that I, I don't buy it, but I'll give you the news and I'll tell you my thoughts. Tesla is pausing its plans to make batteries in Germany as they're looking at the U.S. new tax credit system and the fact that if, if everything's made in the U.S., you get access to $7,500 off a car. People familiar with the matter, according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, they have been busy making their own batteries at Tesla, have been discussing shipping the cell-making equipment to Berlin, but it's not happening, and they're making more batteries domestically, which will help Tesla qualify for the tax breaks available under the IRA, according to MarketWatch. Well, Electrive says Tesla is rumoured to have postponed plans to make batteries in the Berlin Gigafactory. Tesla plans to use the resources earmarked for battery production uh, first in the US, where the IRA made high subsidies attractive. The sharp rise in energy prices in Europe because of the Russian attack on Ukraine also playing a role, they say. According to insiders who were quoted in the report but unnamed, the German battery project is paused. 
look, I don't buy that. I don't believe it at all because I don't think that they are that constrained on raw materials and equipment. In terms of the equipment needed to make 4680 cells, that doesn't seem to be the bottleneck to me. I think if they want to build or buy four, six, eight more machines from their suppliers, then they'll do that and ship them to Texas or Nevada or Fremont or Berlin. So I don't buy the fact that they are not moving equipment to Germany. It's un- And remember, they also own a big German that Tesla have for years when they bought Groman all those years ago. Tesla have always made their own robots and machinery in Germany and then flown it over to America for the factories. So that never gets talked about. Tesla already have, in a different part of Germany, a massive factory building automation equipment. So, you know, I don't buy that fact that they're going to pause battery production in Germany. Electrive says that following an information event over the weekend, last weekend, um, it was speculated the battery production will start in 2023 at the beginning, in the first quarter, and that the building for the batteries is now finished and the interior work is underway. And I'd agree with that. They've just built a battery factory in Ber- on the outskirts of Berlin. I don't think they'll mothball that building because the building's done, they're fitting it out. Now, yes, if you can make cells in the US domestically and access the federal tax credit or the new version of it, that makes sense. But I don't know why you would need to stop and close down Berlin, even a short term, maybe for a year or something. I don't understand it. Well, everything coming out of Berlin right now is a Model Y performance or long range. The batteries of the 2170s and the German publication Tesla Mag speculated, and I quote, the German Model Y is likely to be equipped with supplied batteries, a.k.a. 2170s, supplied batteries for a while. This contradicts Tesla's strategy of having the shortest possible supply chain on the same continent, but financially with the new subsidies for 4680 production in the US and subsequent transport to Germany could be more worthwhile. So Tesla make there saying that they'll make the 4680s in the US and ship them to Berlin. No, they won't. No, they apps a thousand percent they won't be doing that. They'll bring the 2170s in because there's a supply contract to do that. Who's that with? Is that LG does that? And we think the BYD blade batteries are going to be coming in as well from China. Um, and that is the LFP chemistry for the long-range versions. I'm not sure when those cars hit the road either. The German-made BYD blade batteries inside of Tesla. But either way, no, I don't buy that. So I, this is a single sourced story from the wall streets uh journal yeah um which i don't I, you know obviously i've heard of and seems like a publication that's been around a while so you kind of give their journalists i do anyway at least um a bit of leeway on that so it's a single source always you need to question it germans uh, the german economy minister saying yesterday on Thursday he'd had no information on the changes to Tesla's plans after the Wall Street Journal said that they were suspending plans to make batteries in Germany. Asked whether he had any any indication on that, he said, and I quote, No, I don't have. I haven't really been looking into it, but as you know, and maybe remember, Tesla said they didn't want to have state aid, so this is private business, end quote. Look, we'll follow that story. I mention it because... I don't know. It's it, the whole thing seems enormously unlikely to me that they would stop. They'd build a, they'd build all the facilities and then not do it. I don't know. 
I just think building 4680s in Germany is too important to stop. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, battery electric e-actrosses are going to be going to Amazon. Mercedes-Benz trucks begin real-world testing of the heavy-duty long-distance truck with Amazon testing out the e-actros long haul. They've uh, agreed that the logistics provider Renus or Renus uh, will use the truck in different business areas and Amazon will be testing it as well from Mercedes-Benz. The first prototypes are undergoing testing already on public roads. Series production starts 2024. They'll go 500 kilometres on a single battery charge with megawatt charging. So the megawatt charging plug looks <laughs> it looks chunky. Uh, the megawatt chargers look pretty big. The cable, of course, will be um, cooled. The, even the connector itself will be cooled. Um, and it, it, I think it's got like three or four pins, actually. I think it's about three pins on the megawatt chargers. But anyway, the megawatt charging uh, standard is agreed, uh, and that's how it will charge. Now, wireless charging is also getting its first share of headlines at Ars Technica, the website, having a look at why they say wireless charging is now ready for prime time. You do it on your smartphone, but not so much on your EV. Behind the scenes, engineers have been hashing out industry standards. Now, there's a final standard agreed for wireless charging, and more systems are beginning to appear. Given its ease of use, they say, even for drivers who can't imagine life beyond the pump, uh, the potential for adoption is good. An early example is the Genesis GV60, and you can't spec that outside South Korea. Uh, but any of my South Korean listeners, I might have one. Uh, you can spec. If you're buying a Genesis GV60, spec it with the wireless charging, uh, because Hyundai, who own Kia and Genesis, are adding wireless charging pads to any branded charging station. Y-Tricity, a big name in wireless charging, uh, have their 75-kilowatt system for commercial EVs. And that's really rapid when you think that there's nothing, it's just air between the two coils. It's really impressive technology, and it's wildly efficient, as efficient as plugging in, if not more in places. And while the first applications are for charging a car from the grid, there's nothing inherently directional about wireless charging. So think about it. If it takes off, and I, I, love, I love this kind of thought experiment, but if wireless charging does take off, there's, if there's no direction to it. You can have vehicle-to-grid and vehicle-to-home abilities instantly with nothing else to do and energy flowing to your vehicle and out of your vehicle. Now, uh, let's talk about a domestic raw material supply chain for the European side of electric vehicles. Europe can proudly and accurately call itself a, a climate leader. The Fit for 55 package is boosting Europe's green ambitions and the banning of combustion vehicles by 2035 is looks like it's going ahead and being finally signed off. And the European Council, the EU Council, increasing CO2 reduction targets for new cars, new vans as well. Uh, recent forecasts say that 80% market share for EVs is on track for 2030, just eight short years away. The European Battery Alliance, the EBA, has turned Europe into a hotspot for investments in battery recycling and its staggering process. Uh, progress, they say. Northvolt is Europe's big homegrown gigafactory um, that uh, is already producing cells for their suppliers and 
the raw material supply chain in Europe is coming together and getting more robust. I'll pop a link to batterytechhub.com in the show notes. Final story, and MG will offer 3,000 discounted EV charges uh, to things like the hotel industry, the leisure industry, and EV sales in Australia in August. So last month in Australia, 4.4%. So, yep, not mega, uh, but the new version of the MG ZS EV, the mighty, mighty MG ZS, is coming. This month, I think, MG's plans will see 3,000 new charge hubs in these locations, increasing the convenience for EV owners. They're worth about 2,000 Aussie dollars retail, uh, but they'll have an 83% discount. So you'll pay a small fee to have these charges from MG installed, everything from 7 kilowatt single phase all the way through to faster charges as well. Pop a link to that story from The Driven in the show notes so you can read more. And that's your podcast for today. A question of the week taking a short break, but it will return. Uh, thank you very much to everyone on Patreon for supporting this show and putting it on the air and getting it to you for free. Our premium part are Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of the Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging there on the US mainland, and Aloha Charge in Hawaii. Hi to Derek Riley. He is so busy uh, traveling the world and filming some content for his EV Review Island channel on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed. Uh, hi to Richard at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK. Octopus Electric Universe, global public charging made simple with one app and one map at milbrookcottages.co.uk. Five-star luxury cottages in Devon. Jump in the hot tub while your EV charges. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.